0: Mike
1: Two Bandits Watching Bluey What up party people Welcome yes. to Two Bandits Watching Bluey I'm Greg and that's I'm Mike Martin
0: and he's Greg hey, And we're hanging out and here I'm Greg
1: and here we go today Unfortunately, we are not going to get a full-length episode today.
0: No sleepover.
1: No sleepover. Because uh, Mike and Greg are sleeping. We unfortunately came down with good old COVID. Uh, we're beat up a little bit. We don't have much of voices, so we don't want to put you through our gravely voices. But it's a big week in Blueyland. It is. Part two of season three is coming out. And we didn't want to leave you guys high and dry with no. nothing to listen to. So We don't do that. We don't do that. No. So we figured this would be a great time to rebroadcast our uh, interview we had a few months back with Joe Brum. A few things Who, he said. Who's that? Who's that? That's just the creator of Bluey Michael.
0: Oh, my Folly. I the forgot. The one and the only. Things.
1: So he had some really cool stuff to say back then. A few things that sound like might be coming up here in the next few days on upcoming episodes from season three, part two. So Ooh, to yeah. all our Aussie friends, please enjoy that. Over here in the States, we got to wait a little bit longer. Six more years. But we hope Yeah, it feels like (laughs) it. But we hope you enjoy that. We won't keep this too long. Only other thing I have to say, uh, we're recording this on Saturday, so two days in the past. And we just found out, officially, Bluey made it to the finals in Best Disney Show of All Time. So if you're listening to this Monday, head over to our Twitter. We will have reposted the link to vote for them in the finals. It's going to be Bluey versus either Gravity Falls or WandaVision. So it'll be <laughs> fun. it would be fun to see Bluey no, win it all here. That's so not vote. It's not difficult. Take them out. Take them out. Do it for but us. Vote. Watch some Bluey. Take care of yourselves. Be Please. safe out of there. Yes. And let's go back to our time when our voices were left cravely. And uh, Mike, That'll let's mean kick next it off week, to right? our interview where two bandits talk to Joe Brown.
0: Let's go talk to Joe Brum and then.
1: Well, first off, uh, we are honored to welcome creator, writer, and director of Bluey, Joe Brum. Joe, thank you very much for your time today. Um, not just your time, but thank you very much for this amazing, amazing show you have created. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Ah, uh, no worries. Yeah, good to good to talk to you. All right, so let's jump right into it. Um, first question I have for you: uh, How did this all start? Like,
2: what inspired you to create Bluey? well the main reason was i wanted to uh get back into a big studio environment i'd worked in london for sort of the first 10 years or so of my career and and usually in big studios and i really liked the atmosphere of just you know being in a 50 person studio and you i don't know you become really good friends and it's And when I moved back to Brisbane, I was just running my own little, um, studio with, with a mate of mine. And it was a lot of fun. It was really exciting because we were, we were just steering our own course, but eventually it started missing that experience of just being around a big group of animators, all pitching in on a big, long project. So that was, that was, I wanted to recapture that and that's why I decided to make a series and then and then the you know i really just wanted to i really loved peppa pig and i wanted to kind of do an australian dog version of peppa pig and it and it sort of started that as the seed but of course it then came out as bluey really but yeah so it's a bit of a it was like it was a it was not like i wanted to make bluey i just wanted to be in a big group of animators again
0: that's awesome that's awesome you'll find it being a nice bit of contention between greg and i when it comes to Peppa. so Oh, okay. We don't need to go there today, but I'll, that's all good. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, other than Papa, obviously, uh, what other shows are you drawing inspiration from to create Bluey, or just like in general right now?
2: Right now, uh, I'm watching... Um, yeah, it's... Uh, Bluey, it's it's a mix of a lot of different things. It's I think I grew up on a cartoon called Astro Boy, which, when I was a kid, a Japanese cartoon, and it it really... I think it was meant for adults, but it just showed at me at an early age that a cartoon could really just tell quite complicated emotional stories, especially sure. to kids. So that, you know, that really f- just set the bedrock for, look, you don't, cartoons don't have to just stick to a, a certain, uh, I guess a certain level of seriousness or something. But, you know, and then, look, South Park, when I was right as I started, <laughs> art college i decided all right i'll study animation i remember reading the old tv guide back when we had tv guides and it and it just one one day when i was probably about 19 it said new show new series south park set in canadian small town you know sunday night animation and i just remember thinking oh I'm, i'm gonna be an animator i should watch that and then i remember watching the first episode of that and just i mean my brain had to it had to it couldn't accept the crudity of the movement at first. I still remember going, right. "Wow, what is this?" But but it was just so funny. You, you just push through it. But that really, you know, that it just—it was just like it was just something that you could tell good filmmakers had made and had directed well and storyboarded well, and it's sort of remained a bit of an inspiration since. But ah, uh, everything—detectors, Seinfeld, Simpsons, of course—like it all just goes in. Sure.
1: I just, really, I just really badly now want to get a, a dubbing of South Park, except anytime they swear, they're just saying, oh, biscuits or cheese crackers. <laughs> that needs to happen. Now we got to figure out how to make that happen. Yeah, all right. Make some clothes. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, but we're actually uh, in the middle of doing a, a Best of Bluey Season 1 bracket uh, as part of our show. Uh, we're just curious. Do you have a favorite episode of Season 1 or a favorite moment from Season 1?
2: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I- I, I really like the Calypso episode. Uh, it's always been my favorite of season one. It just sort of did did what I wanted to do. Um, although, like, I really do like the dump as well. I think it's kind of, uh, it, it was just a really fun one to write and then to make. And it is very just, I mean, I, I, every time I take my kids to the dump, it's just, I kind of relive that episode. So, yeah, to me, that's what Bluey's about. It's, it's about going to the dump and you know talking to your kids <laughs> and just those moments where it's just you know it's just me and the the girls you know like um yeah no that that's that's definitely my second favorite
1: i i love that because um my, my girls one day was like hey saturday what do you guys want to do let's go to the dump <laughs> like, all right load up the car <laughs> i love the dump if you save you're saving me monies on weekend i appreciate it joe
2: my older brother—he—he's got this idea. He wants to set up a pub at the dump, just called the Dump. <laughs> yeah. You just watch. You just sit up there and you have a few beers and just watch people just what they dump. <laughs> you can shout out to them. Such so just
1: people watching all day. Yeah. yeah. The Brum family with the multi-million ideas left and right, man. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah.
0: So I mean, you've got you got the episodes like camping and you have sleepy time that people tend to have at a certain tier. Do you feel like there's an unsung hero episode, one that you feel like doesn't get enough recognition that you put a lot of time into?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I like, I do, I really like backpackers. It might be a personal thing, maybe just because it, you know, it just, you know, reminds me of it's all the little j- jokes. Yeah, you know, I spent a lot of my youth backpacking, so that really and it's a it's a real australian tradition to go backpacking so i think that uh i I like that that episode captures it um yeah that's a good question sorry to do that to you (laughs) (laughs) yeah no 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 i've it's all blurring into one all the seasons at this point but um yeah i i would say there's gonna you know you know what something's gonna occur to me in about 24 hours from now and i'm gonna like send you an email but I was about to say, <laughs> reach out. We'll, we'll we'll accept your messages. Don't worry. Well, sidebar, what was your favorite place backpacking? Uh, well, I went to India. That was pretty wild for, for sort of, oh, God, nine months or so. And just met a lot of great people. And oh. yeah, I, that, that really, um, yeah, that really... Yeah, that was a bit of a standout trip.
0: Just sounds fun.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I really... Like, Dunny, I really like. I don't know if it's unsung or not. But, uh, you know, just those moments... The, I just wanted to write an episode which was sort of like your Sunday morning where, you know, you lie there, the kids jump into your bed and, you know, you just have these crazy conversations that you would only have when you're all lying still and really comfortable. Uh, and, yeah, that one really, just just that that scene, I guess, of just lying in bed with your kids and your wife. 100%. Totally agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love
0: it, and I love it, so I have to agree with it.
1: Um, uh, I'm guess I'm guessing Donny won't be the answer to the next question we got for you, but uh, is there an episode um, that you've enjoyed making that you could see being turned into a feature length
2: film? Oh wow! Well, see Donny. originally <laughs> d- well, double babysitter back back when a film was being yes. thought like that. I thought that could have made a good uh, feature length. You know, just somehow telling that, that story in a longer format. Um, yeah, maybe Road Trip. Although, if, I don't know if you need another Road Trip movie out there, but that one, we <laughs> maybe could have passed out. But no, look, the feature film is something which, which I always try to get in my head around doing. And if I, if I, if I could ever, if a story ever comes, that I think, yeah, that, that would be a, a fresh kind of idea for a feature film, then, then it might go a bit further. But it's very tricky with Bluey because, I mean, the average feature film aimed at that age group, the characters, you know... Yeah, like mid-30s, early 40s, that age group, yeah.
1: <laughs> well... Oh, you mean the kids. Yeah, yeah well,
2: I mean, you think about it, like, <laughs> it's, they're crazy adventures, right? And there's usually magic involved and all this and, you know, like, it, all that kid, they get thrust into some different world and with Bluey, you can't really do that there's no we can't use magic and we can't bluey can't get lost and have to go and save her village or anything like that so it'd have to be something that really that really feels like uh a bluey episode but is worth telling over 90 minutes i'm sure there's something you do it in seven minutes man so (laughs) yeah I know I'd hate to I'd hate to do a, a feature film and and someone say you know what that probably could have just been 7 minutes <laughs> that would be annoying <laughs>
0: Well that's the pickle. I, I I've listened to a couple of interviews that you have done and you talk about how you hoped that the episode could be a little bit longer, just a little bit. And there were a couple of episodes that you wanted to add more to content-wise. Was there a storyline that you had almost fully conceptualized that never made it onto a final script or on the screen?
2: Yeah, there's been a few um I, I had this episode I wrote uh which was uh the the family all sitting around playing the game of life. There you go. I don't know if <laughs> yeah. you you remember that old game where you get the little car. Oh for sure. And you get a job and all that and and it was this really heartbreaking story cuz you know when my kids play it, all they want is babies, you know when you <laughs> get to the part where you you get kids all they want's babies and and if they get there and You know you roll the dice and they get no babies it's just it's just heartbreak and you know (laughs) and so it's this really weird time where you're sitting there explaining to your kid look i'm sorry you know but sometimes you just don't get to have children and they're (laughs) crying it's this real i don't know it's a real bluey moment to me but um yeah yeah, it was i I quite like that script bandit i think you know he wanted to stay single so he drove <laughs> off and left his wife at the at the petrol station and you know but just copyright wise it was just it was a, a non-starter but um it was it was funny on the page the game of something figure well, out. i think it was we ended up calling it a dog's life oh. but it just uh, the game itself was was too close you know it would have it yeah. wouldn't have worked <clears throat> we'll
1: petition the makers of life to to get around <laughs> with that our power somehow will make it no, that'd be cool. great yeah um uh one thing I'm, I'm real curious about we've met a lot of the healer clan um but for chili's side of the family uh we've only met dad so far we met granddad uh is there any uh, upcoming possibly meet more for family i know in some pictures in the background it looks like there might be a sister
2: yeah yeah in uh so season three you'll be meeting uh, a couple members of chili's family in one way shape or form um we did i think you guys are there's we, i wrote a bluey's big play it was basically a stage show for bluey which is toured around australia um in the last couple of years and i i think it's it's we'll eventually do a, a u.s tour and that one does touch it's on crossed. Chili's family a bit, and and then in season three, I've built on that a little bit more. So yeah, yeah, season three, where we sort of op- I've opened that up a little bit, and it's yeah, hopefully it'll it'll work. Do
1: do we know Chili's maiden name? Ooh, I just thought that.
2: I just thought that too. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, this dogs are sort of called by their their breed, and she is still a healer, so that that is a bit odd (laughs) she's a healer as well but no no last names yeah last names are like they're kind of breed specific but then when there's marriage involved it gets a bit odd but yeah no
0: great you're gonna have one of those
2: 4am moments and he wakes up i know know. well open to suggestions
0: (laughs) so we did see the bandit flashback in season three
2: are we gonna get a flash forward at any point in time for the girls yeah you are actually yeah I won't I won't oh, wow. describe it in too much detail well you know not not to the full extent of right. I, I think um the bandit flashback but just just enough hopefully to to create a nice moment groovy I can already see it making me cry yeah it's it's nice it's a nice but scene just with that context yeah yeah oh, but a full episode would be great I, I have thought about it um and you know that was that was one of the things which thought you know in the in the future maybe the show could actually just jump forward 30 years and and we see all the result you know it, it would be interesting i don't know um but we'll see
1: right i um just talking about a future blue two any chance to see the healer family grow either new cousins or possibly baby number three well
2: nothing's like planned but then nothing's ruled out yeah it'd have to it'd have to not restrict the show or be too gimmicky or anything Um, I think I'd love Rad and Frisky like I'd probably be more inclined to see them have a couple of kids so there's some more cousins Um, but accidents happen you know (laughs) you never know (laughs) this
0: episode of Blue is called Oops (laughs)
2: it's it's called What Have We Done (laughs) yeah I mean, what would it be? You, you you throw a boy in there, I guess. That could be quite fun.
0: <laughs> Mix it up a little bit. Alright, ready for a me question? So, some of the games that are created by the kids truly do seem like they are the norm for the Healer House. What was the most off-the-wall game that you almost had the kids playing and then decided, even for Bingo and Bluey,
2: it was a little too wacky? Yeah, well, Tickle Crabs, which, yep. uh, you know, isn't a popular game as it stands uh, was originally as a parent i agree also yeah yeah that was originally uh based on a game my kids invented where it was called pinchy where instead of tickling the the crabs you you know you went to the beach and you got your you know you packed up and then you got home and you'd accidentally have brought a crab home with you and they would just basically crawl over me and, and actually pinch me and i would i used to say look we you're allowed to play this once a month and for like two minutes and so they would just once a month they would be pumped to play this and i just you know you'd toughen up and you just take two minutes of it so we uh, the show the the we did the animatic as pinchy and then right at the last minute i remember just thinking i can't release this into the world like this isn't good i (laughs) I
1: greatly appreciate that decision (laughs) yeah tickle
2: crabs is rough enough sometimes pinchy uh i know and so the episode (laughs) did suffer a bit it's story wise but it's Probably for the best. Pinchy the lobsters. But the, that hospital app as well, you know, where where Bluey <laughs> pulls a cat, uh, I think, out of Bennett's belly. That was just all as it happened one morning with me. You know, it was just like, what's wrong with me? Oh, well, you got a cat in your belly. Yeah, it goes in through your belly button. And so, yeah, that. I mean, that was a pretty... <laughs> It seems quite a bit off the wall, but that all that was all quite real.
1: Well, well pre- appreciate your kids for uh, giving you some some good stuff to work with here. That's awesome. Yeah. So outside of the healer clan, do you have a favorite character on the show?
2: Yeah, Rusty's my favorite character. I really like him. I think he's he's a cool little dude. You know, he's he's fun to write for. He's so uh, kind of like accepting and innocent and but quite tough as well and just gets on with it and i used to my favorite dog was a kelpie called rusty so yeah he's always he's and he was the show was originally called rusty and it was going to be about him but it switched to bluey so no kidding really yeah 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 back back at the very early development stages so yeah i really like rusty and probably my favorite app. out of all three seasons we've just made is a, is a rusty app coming out soon. So yeah, he, he's definitely my favorite and then bandits close second.
1: I, I figured bandit would be up there. So we, we left it out of the heli. speaking of bandit, uh, do you have a favorite banditism?
2: Yeah, it's really obscure, but it's, it just makes me like two, two things. I love one was, I think, uh, Dave McCormack who, who voices bandit. It's very subtle, but probably one of the best lines, he's ever delivered is in sean actually when sean pinches chili uh on the bum and dave just says well you shouldn't have done that (laughs) sean just go go back and listen to it Uh, like especially when you just listen to it isolated it's just it delivered so well and it makes me laugh every time but i like it's very obscure but in hospital there's a moment in that script where the game's sort of just going along and then i think bluey says we're going to operate and it's just that moment in every game that you seem to play with your kids where they just suddenly step it up a notch and oh. and bandit he just says something he says i think he just says oh hang on or something like that and it's just this that moment of oh whoa, hang on like where it's it just marks that point where games (laughs) with kids usually just they step up a notch without your sort of go ahead. Just that one too far. (laughs) Yeah, and you're like oh, what's about to happen now? And So it's very obscure, but I like that bit.
0: That's awesome. So we're hanging out in Syracuse, New York. Land of snow and all of that. Odd question. Thanks to the beach episode we know with sandcastles Bandit has it down. But if it were to be a snowball fight, Bandit or Uncle Stripe,
2: who would win? Ah, oh, neither would give an inch. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> both, both would eventually start taking it seriously, like that that scene in Dumb and Dumber. I would say, <laughs> where it just suddenly get <laughs> serious. Uh, look, I'm going to back. I'm going to back Stripe. He just has that little brother anger that would just see him through. <laughs> he would just snap and find his Uncle Stripe way. Yeah. And we got we got a toughie.
1: We're we're not just lobbing in softballs here for you, Joe. We got a we got a real tough one coming up next. Bring it on. We've asked other guests on the show. We've asked each other and pondered day over day. What's the deal with cats? <laughs> and where does Bandit keep his phone?
2: <laughs> well, where does he keep his phone? Uh, I I imagine like firmly wedged between his butt cheeks is probably the most perfect. <laughs> Confirmed. Although he's got a tail, like maybe somewhere just above the tail or sort of Die Hard style, sticky tape to his back, I guess. Um, yeah, no, that's that's one of those cartoon mysteries. Um, the cats, yeah, I was asked this the other day. Cats, I would always, I'd love to bring a cat into a Bluey episode. I, I do think there was, I, I was thinking back in season one that one day a bunch of cats should just turn up and... <laughs> and you know like talking cats you know and it's like this... what's with the cat <laughs> yeah yeah and then you know it's like some sort of genocide um Whoa!
0: story that then oh, <laughs>
2: there's like a, a war or something that or well, they invaded there, you know, there's just... your movie joe there's your movie right there yeah that's it this it's it's just a, an all-out war <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah i'll figure it out one day i'll let you know but he could have rusty be the lead in that situation too exactly that works out <laughs> totally yeah you know what there was I wanted to put a we've got an animal which went extinct a little while ago called a Tasmanian tiger and I really wanted to put one of them in and I was talking to my brother and then they're, they're technically not canines they're actually more related to possums um, but they they look exactly like a dog so it did it's you know it never made it in this taz- this little Tassie tiger, but that would have been the closest to a feline, even though possum's not close. But I'm I'm willing to move outside the dog, sp- strictly dog species, if I have to. Branching out just <laughs> slightly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So as we wind it down, you do have a lot of time that you've committed to Bluey currently and in the past. But do you have any other projects that you are working
2: on outside of the Blueyverse that we should know about? Uh, yeah, nothing like nothing upcoming in that i've started it but there's there's a definitely a feature film uh for a slightly older audience are still animated which i've sort of just had um mucking around with for the last few years so one day i think when i'm in a position i'll i'll get to work on that um and now nah, a couple little little games and things which i've which have always been in in the background but now nah, bluey's pretty all-encompassing it, to be honest, it's even between seasons. There's you just write for the following season. So, I think sure. yeah, one day I'll get to it. But um, yeah, I think after I'll need a little break from from preschool television. I would say it's <laughs> just a slight breather. <laughs> Gotta love it. Well, well,
1: that's what we had for you, Joe. Thank you again so much. Uh, not only for the amazing show, but but honestly, and I mean this deep down, from helping to make me and Mike better parents just learning the patience of bandit the patience of chili the yes ending and not just necessarily shutting it down if we don't get what's going on it's it's truly been a blessing so thank you for all that you do and everybody who works on blue it's an amazing show
2: uh right, you're welcome i'll pass that on and yeah it's tough work you know being a dad but but yeah, it's it's very rewarding, as you know. Yeah, and no, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and um. We've, right be,
0: it. No, we've been able to touch base with a couple people. I mean, we've brought to Joff and chat with him here and there, and sent good vibes across the board. And everybody on the show has been very responsive, very positive. So you got a good it's,
1: squad that
2: you're working yeah, with too. Good and it's a squad. It's an amazing
1: community of fans out there too, which is it's got to be a beautiful thing to to know you have.
2: Yeah, it is. It's it's just a good situation. We've got a really positive crew, and then we've got a really positive set of fans you know it's it's really uh, it's just a pleasure to go to work really i, I love the crew i mean we, we work hard but everyone i mean everyone's just really proud of it and it's just one of those shows where like you, your friends and your family know it and so they're kind of they're really excited for you and they introduce you to people and you know that's a really good thing to see especially a young crew it's their first a lot of their first job just to be it's just fun and it's just quite satisfying to see them working on something that isn't that doesn't just disappear into the ether, which a lot of stuff I've worked on does. So oh yeah, look, sure. it's, it's, it's a pleasure. That's awesome. all right. Well, thank you again. And,
1: uh, you have our number. So if you ever need two American dogs on the show, <laughs> we'd be more than happy to voice. Even if it's just like a syllable, even if it's just like a cough off scene, we'd be more
2: than happy to be part of it. All right. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Well, thank, thank you for spreading the word too, in, in the U S it's much appreciated. Cheers. Absolutely. Thanks, Joe. You have a great day. Yeah, you too. See you, guys. All
1: right, guys. Thank you for bearing with us this week. Uh, you survived. Hope you enjoyed re-listening you to the episode. Just listening to it myself <laughs> made my heart happy. But, I mean, we said it when we re- released this the first time, but so cool that our still. little pod- Cast, we got to talk to the creator of Joe brome We've talked to a bunch of other cool people. We and have some extremely come. cool. Yeah, exactly. More to come. Some oh, really good wait. stuff. Not going to give you a proper crazy Greg plug today. Other other than to say one more time, at watching Bluey, check oh. us out over there. That will be where you will find the link to vote for Bluey for the best Disney show of all time.
0: Yes, and
1: TikTok. We're still at TikTok. It's been kind of quiet there for last week because again hard to have we to do much right now for <laughs> your boy greg but at watching bluey pod on tiktok check us out patreon that's us bit bit.ly slash 2bwb pat again next week we'll be back we'll be ready we promise we'll be sleeping over we promise it's we coming. promise <laughs> this this ain't the end of us i promise you that but until next week my friends what's that gotta be done It's gotta be done.